0: live from the abraham lincoln radio studio at the george washington broadcast center jack armstrong and joe getty armstrong and getty
1: and now he is armstrong and getty live from studio c all senior that's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, on Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Vladimir Zelensky. Again, for now. For now. How y'all doing? Uh, if you're like me, you went to bed last night with what looked like the largest nuclear power plant in Europe under attack by Putin, and you're wondering what the hell was going on. Still kind of wonder what the hell's going on, but he's got control of it. The Russians have control of Europe's largest nuclear power plant. Nuclear power, for Americans, because we don't use very much of it, is uh, really the technology of, like, the 70s. And France, like, runs most of their country on it. And you can. It's easy, and it's cheap, and it's so much better than a whole lot of alternatives. But for some reason, a bunch of hippie musicians decided in the 70s it was a bad idea. So we've continued to let the hippie musicians... their way for 40 years.
0: Nuclear power is green. It's the only energy source whose waste is contained. Imagine if every droplet that came out of every tailpipe of every car in America could be encased and and stored 99.8% of the time perfectly safely. Uh, Wouldn't that be a miracle? Well, that's nuclear power. And it's not much of an exaggeration to say that hippie musicians Stopped it in the 70s, and we've gone with their view, point of view for 40 years. Based on their paranoia and lack of understanding. Yes, correct. Yeah, and something. short-sightedness. And dirty feet. Anyway, long hair. Anyway, back Ears. to
1: the... Um, Including the women. So Russia now has control of that nuclear power plant. A fire started there somehow. Who knows in the fog of war exactly what was going on there. But apparently Russian television is uh, telling the Russian people that it was a fire that just broke out. And uh, the Russians were there to put it out, and the Ukrainians were hoping that it would explode.
0: And so Russia was saving the world by occupying the nuclear power plant. Russia bravely uh, strode in and put out the fire. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you so much, Vladimir. Thank you. so there yeah, were, that's beautiful. There were only a couple of
1: remaining independent news outlets in Russia. I didn't even know they had this many, but they had a few, and they are all gone now? Mm-hmm. Um, the last one signed off yesterday, and uh, the parliament in Russia passed just today a new law that f- any spreading of fake news is punishable by a 15 year prison term. For instance, if you don't use the official term, I forget what the official term is, it's something oh, like
0: special the- military action
1: yes special military action to re, to or to rescue the ukrainians if you don't call it that if you call it an invasion or just a war or anything like that you could spend 15 years in prison
0: boy how uh, how jealous are the democratic party and mark zuckerberg and and twitter that you can do that you can actually jail somebody for for instance i don't know bringing up the wuhan lab leak theory or i don't know that sort of thing oh back to the uh, nuclear reactor uh, there are reports by some Ukrainians, and I don't know if this is true, that the plan is Russia is going to mine it, not like turn it into a mine, but uh, put mines, bombs, perhaps massive bombs all around the uh, the reactor and the core and say, hey, West, if you don't, uh, it's coronavirus. No, it's <laughs> it's a new Zima, the new Zima variant. Hmm. I always do like to have the newest, coolest variant. Uh, but if the West doesn't back off with their sanctions and, and, and punishing the oligarchs and everything, they'll blow up the reactor. Again, unverified report. Hard to say. They are just
1: plain old, ordinary, run-of-the-mill warfare style that's been true since uh, probably Genghis Khan. Just surrounding the... Fact check. Genghis Khan never took a nuclear reactor. <laughs> But he probably did uh, surround cities and starve them out at various points. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, that's what the Russians are doing. And it is going to get ugly. It was an ugly day yesterday, man. God dang, watching the news last night before I went to bed. Oh, any of the news outlets that were doing the before and after picture, which is really a good way to let you see how much devastation has been made. Here's what the street looked like two days ago. Beautiful buildings, parks, cars, people walking their dogs. Here's what it looks like today. And it looks like a colorized version of Dresden, Germany from
0: 1945. Right. Right. We actually had an emailer say, guys, I like your show and all, and I'm not a Russian bot, but there have been far more Russian soldiers die than Ukrainian civilians. I'm like, where are you
1: getting your I don't information? Know. I was going to talk about this. Let's start the show officially, because I okay. want to bring that up uh i'm jack armstrong he's joe getty on this it is friday march 4th the year 2022 we are armstronging a new you in 22 yeah and it's getting you know this this year's getting longer in the tooth we're in the march now so if you haven't started making the new you if it's still the old you if it's, still the, if it's still the 21 you you suck um we're
0: armstrong and getting we approve of this program Well, let's uh, begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules and regulations, perhaps Jack will go nuclear precisely at mark. I will never give up my belief that Russians and Ukrainians are one people. That came after Putin's 90-minute call with French President Emmanuel Macron. The French warned after that call, quote, the worst is yet to come. Yeah, that's something.
1: Macron was on the phone with Putin for 90 minutes, and his takeaway when he got off the phone is it's going to get really bad. Well, it's because you're talking to a guy that's continuing to claim he's denazifying the country. Right. I mean, if somebody says that to you, you just think, oh, I'm dealing with a crazy person or a stone cold killer who's lying to me. I mean, however you want to call
0: whatever you want to call it. but Or a little of both. And, and, and again, to the various emailers, textures, et cetera, saying, guys, there are actually, like, neo-Nazi nationalist groups in Ukraine. Yes, there are that sort of group in every country in the world. You can
1: respond to those people if you want. I'm not oh, I going to. Um, and I, I tell you, we've been doing this for a long time, and I generally understand a... An ideology or a point of view or like, I kind of at least get it, even if I don't agree with it. I don't even know where you people are coming from. And I think it's a a tiny sliver of America. It's like everything else in social media. It's the tiny sliver of America getting outsized attention, which is one of the reasons I don't want to talk about it other than right now. The
0: whole... Ukraine's the bad guy, Russia's the good guy thing. That or, some of you or have? even the West and NATO pressured Russia into this. They had to do it. What
1: the hell? And what 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 is it? What is your deal? Is it is it the? And I'm asking Joe because there's no point in talking to that crowd. Sure. Um, uh Is it the crowd that just likes to be like? cooler and hipper and in on some conspiracy that you're not smart
0: enough to get? Is it that crowd? That's part of it, yeah. Uh, people like being in the contrarian. I'm a contrarian, so I understand it. Um, the other thing is, and and this applies just to some of the arguments here, but you see it a lot. You saw it on nine eleven. You see it in just all sorts of stories. There's a crowd that can't accept... That things happen that are awful, and there's almost nothing we can do about it except react to it the best we can, the way human beings have throughout history. And the way they indulge that inability to deal with reality is they blame the United States for everything, because that, in turn, means if nothing bad happens except that which we cause, we can control it in the future. We're... We have the ability to c- control every event, every war, mm. every famine, every everything. If only we get the best politicians in there or whatever. It's it's that need to feel like we can control events when we can't. Yeah, that's not very
1: well. That's interesting. Um, that could be it. Huh? There, does that
0: there fit are, to uh, the... There's no Al Qaeda all over the globe that wants to slit throats and turn the world into a, an Islamic caliphate. There's George W. Bush so that we can get them out of office.
1: So cuz it's some of the same crowd I think that whenever there's a giant horrifying school shooting they're looking for evidence on how it was a government fake. Right. Yeah, I I guess maybe it's more comforting to think the media and the government and the cops and whoever else you're blaming in this case it would be all of the media including us and uh and the, the all of western politicians everything like that. But it's easier to to, to feel like Or more comforting to feel like that those powerful people in on a complicated mission accomplished this, not just one crazy kid with a gun who walked into a high school. That would be too, I mean, just too unsettling that one person, there's
0: nothing you can do about it. Or
1: that in the case of the Russia thing, that just one crazy guy with like a crazy idea of wanting more land is killing all these people and wrecking economies and making a million people flee their homes it's not some conspiracy between Fox and NBC and the White House and us and, and
0: everybody The 141 else. countries uh, who voted the condemnation at the U.N. That's just, it is, and it's, it's troubling. I can understand why you'd want to
1: avoid the reality, because it is troubling. God, watching that last night, watching all that and realizing none of this has to happen. None of this has to happen. That picture of that city street from last week, there's no reason why it's not still like that.
0: Sure, some sort of neutrality pact that uh, Ukraine agrees to X, Y, and Z. Yeah, there could have been a summit. Absolutely, Putin's been planning on taking Ukraine for years oh, and yeah. years. It's so freaking obvious. Yeah, man,
1: and, and 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 all his weird reasons are just you know I don't know. I guess to control his population or whatever. Yeah, he's a
0: master propagandist.
1: God, is he a stone cold killer? I mean, he is. There uh, to the is he rational or not? I don't know what officially counts as crazy. But if you can slaughter men, women, and children, innocents that are just in their homes or in their cars driving the highway, you're some level of crazy. Not most people could do that. So he did. I was watching him doing his moment of silence yesterday for fallen Russian soldiers. I mean, what kind of weird lizard brain can pretend to care about the lives of your soldiers that you just wasted
0: for no good reason other than your own glory and all the people that they're killing? here's your recipe. You take some megalomania plus psychopathy and you give it power. Bingo. There we are. Man, it's something. Anyway, how does mailbag look? It's on the way. Oh, 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 it's good. We've got our freedom-loving quote of the day from uh, Zelensky again and uh, also clips of the week. So we need to get to it. Cool. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty
1: Show. We haven't even mentioned that a sitting U.S. senator has called for someone to assassinate
0: Putin. That's a new thing. Wow. Everybody needs to calm down. <laughs> I'm not against it exactly. I'm for it. It just I don't I don't think in the past U.S. senators have said that out loud. Uh, no. Uh, among topics we will be uh, leaping back and forth to today, uh, the whole. Uh, transgender pen swimmer thing is starting to get more and more attention and more and more people who are sane are saying uh, uh it's pretty clear what needs to happen here doesn't it so isn't it so uh, stay tuned for that we have uh, mailbag coming up freedom of quote of the day but first let's take a fond look back at the week that was it's cow clips of the week this is our moment Ukraine is a country in Europe. Another feather in your hat.
1: No. I get it. It's time for the president and some of our European partners to quit pussyfooting around. This guy doesn't have a moral limit on what he will do. A small, evil, feral-eyed man. He has created really... And not one people, but people that uh, will be his enemies.
0: Putin may circle Kyiv with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people.
1: I don't think seizing Kyiv is, is in the cards in the immediate future. The next 72 no. hours, I think, are going to be really critical. Do you believe that President Zelensky, the first <laughs> Jewish president of Ukraine whose families were killed in the Holocaust, is a Nazi? I think that the Nazis and neo-Nazis manipulate him.
0: They don't know anything here. They were just sent here to fight and to die. But we met them with the Molotov cocktail, which we called uh, Bandera Smoothie. We are not frightened
1: by the artillery fire. In fact, if anything, it makes us more resilient. I mean, why should we flee? This is our home. What would you do if someone gets into your house? So you defend it. It's almost looking like they can't win. And again, they can't
0: win because uh, Ukraine wins without losing. The worst is yet to come. At the end of the day, the president made it very clear. We're going to follow the science.
1: How does science change? When I make a mistake at work, I don't get to say the science changed. Did any of us ever... Need the mask. No! Love that impactful skit from Saturday Night Live coming to terms with all the things we did during the pandemic that, in retrospect, may not have
0: been necessary. Yeah, and certainly Uh, they're beyond absurd going forward. And we'll have more information on that as well. Here's your freedom of the quote of the day. Once again, drummer a little slow on the uptake. One, two, three, four. There we go. Uh, from Vladimir Zelensky, president of Ukraine. Dozens of witness records prove that this is not a single false volley, but the deliberate destruction of the people. The Russians knew what they were shooting. Don't believe no
1: disinformation. I think the vast majority of people know exactly what's going on, and still there's just no way to stop it, really. That's what's hard to deal with. I think that's what's making everybody's brains and souls hurt. Wow, the bully on the playground can just go around beating up little kids, and there's just nothing
0: we can do to stop it. Hmm, That's something. Yeah. We have tons and tons of really interesting emails and takes on the uh, the Russia-Ukraine thing that we'll get to in a little bit. We're about out of time. I did want to get to... Where's the one that I especially thought was relevant? This is from Pete. Uh, mailbag. Guys, what Adolf Hitler did to Russia in World War II seems to have been forgotten by Vladimir Putin. From now on, Vlad should be renamed and referred to as Vladolf Putler. You know, Pete... I'm not sure that would help anything. I don't know if we... Vladolf Pootler.
1: I think he's earning his own evil name in history. He doesn't need to be associated with anybody else. Yeah, indeed.
0: So our uh, frequent uh, COVID correspondent, Kevin, with a a really interesting note here, touching on a number of topics, but one of those is, often throughout these two years when public health agencies would make it dramatic about face, you'd hear it said tongue-in-cheek, that they must have gotten the memo. Right. Just over a week ago, the CDC director said it was too soon for a change. Fauci was saying we need to inch our way back to normal. And then suddenly they said, hey, no longer need masks for 70% of the country. Well, they literally got the memo. This memo from an internal Democratic polling organization is titled Taking the Win Over COVID-19. It's making the rounds in Washington, D.C. Taking the win. We'll tell you what's in that memo coming up in a moment or Interesting, two. Interesting. And obviously the latest on Ukraine. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty.com. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: If you like Wordle and the band Weezer, there's a new game called Weasel. <laughs> and if you like Wordle and Taylor Swift, there's a new game called Swiftle or Teaser or something. I forget what the name of it is, but anyway. So there you Fantastic. go. Fantastic. It's nice that we can, uh, you know, we live in a country where we can uh, have frivolities like that as opposed to If you happen to be born in Ukraine, we'll have the very latest on that in just a few minutes.
0: So I thought this was uh, very interesting, predictable and um, somewhat maddening. The memo from the uh, I'm not sure if it's the Democratic uh, Congressional uh, Campaign Committee or or one of those. It's an internal memo out titled Taking the Win Over COVID-19. It explains how Democrats have been getting hammered in the polls for their COVID policy and lists off a five-point plan for making a course correction which can be summarized as follows: 1. claim victory over COVID and push for normalcy. 2. take the side of people worn out by COVID measures uh, I, and and I could preface each one of these points with all of a sudden comma Three, acknowledge that COVID is endemic now. Four, repudiate the zero-COVID nonsense. And five, stop talking about restrictions. And as Kevin writes, uh, it's a great plan. It sounds familiar. If they'd come to me a few months back, I could have given it to them for a much cheaper rate. Uh, but there is one more issue with this memo, the opening sentence after two years that necessitated lockdowns, travel bans, school closures and mask mandates. And that is the problem. There was no necessity for any of those measures. We should have known it. Well, we did know it very early on. We've been telling you that for ages and ages. But even if the politicians will now claim to be, quote, taking our side, they aren't admitting to their policy failures, uh, which risks them being repeated. And they absolutely could be. But thanks for the heads-up to that uh, little memo going around. Oil prices
1: spiking again today. When does this all really, really hit the pump? Don't you expect that to wake up one day and it's going to be a giant leap? I mean, how would it not? All the sanctions, all the companies pulling out of the third biggest oil producer in the world, um, and, and the price of oil continuing to go up, I feel
0: like the gas pump is... A lagging indicator on this well, it is to some extent because you know that that oil's already been refined and distributed, and the rest of it to the gas stations sure. um but you know the the oil market's a complicated thing, and so I you know i'd be guessing uh, yes, the answer is surely yes, it will keep getting more and more expensive. I just have no idea how high it goes. I mean because countries will come back online, they will start producing more, they will start refining up to capacity because there's a gulf in um, in uh, supply, so uh, hard to say. So uh, Russian forces laid waste to a lot of Ukraine
1: yesterday, and I mean just absolutely devastated blocks and blocks of modern Western cities, apartment complexes, and businesses, just rubble. Cars burnt in the street that obviously they were in the street, so they had people in them at one point. Um, And it's just just awful. And there's no end of this in sight. The U.N.'s top human rights body is going to uh, has already approved a resolution. So Boris Johnson, Great Britain late last night called for an emergency meeting there at the U.N. And they've now uh, approved a resolution that aims to set up a panel to monitor human rights in Ukraine. Does that mean anything?
0: Is there any any upside to doing? it? I mean, does it do anything? It's, it's a virtue show. I'm not sure it's meaningless, but it doesn't have a lot of meaning. I mean, I'm picturing Vlad Putin. Does he care any more about that than we care about some text that says you suck? No. Okay. No. And why would he? By the way, you
1: suck. Texters. Why would he? German officials confirmed yesterday that Germany's adding 2,700 surface-to-air rockets to its arms shipment to Ukraine. Get him there fast. It had already approved sending 1,000 anti-tank missiles and 500 Stingers earlier this week. This is from a country that wasn't going to send anything as of a week ago. Right now, mm-hmm. which is absolutely amazing. The Boy, it is,
0: it is a proxy war at this point.
1: The yeah, and we can't get directly involved because that would bring on World War III. We can give them all the weren't arms in the world, or have them come to you know Poland and fly. NATO planes back into the country or whatever. Whatever reason that
0: meets meets the obligations of staying out of it. I but, wonder if the, how, how many American badasses or, or European badasses uh former active duty military now private contractors are in Ukraine. Is it like 30 or is it five thousand? I don't know. I have no idea.
1: I would guess it's at least three figures. Um, I, I mentioned earlier this week about how that group of Japanese special forces dudes uh, traveled to Ukraine to get involved. You know, if fighting is your thing, and you uh, want to be on the side of the good guy, you're probably headed there or already there. Mm.
0: And there's going to be a lot of weapons floating around if you already know how to. Are, use, yeah, if you know how to use them. Well, that reminds me, I saw a video. It was just a five-second video on Twitter, though. But it was, it was amazing. It was two Ukrainian um, uh, farmers using John Deere equipment. Way to go, John Deere. Buy American. Um, stealing a, a gigantic uh, Russian missile battery. They, just, they put a chain to it and stole it. Awesome. It was amazing. Yeah, love it. And it's like three-quarters of a million dollars worth of gear, too. The Biden administration announced another round of sanctions on
1: Thursday targeting Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov, dozens of additional Russian oligarchs and their families, and dozens of entities and individuals who've played central roles in the efforts
0: to spread different disinformation. Cool. Like to see that. And if you are a Russian oligarch, again, I am hereby offering to buy your yacht. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be pennies on the ruble. All right. Uh, but I will buy your yacht from you. So just uh, text Jack. he will pass it along. And we mentioned a bit ago that
1: <clears throat> the Russian parliament passed a law like hours ago, 15 year prison sentence for fake news. And they've driven some of the independent news organizations off the air. Well, the news apparently was getting out to a certain extent. This is from a piece in the New York Times. According to uh, Russian journalist Alexei Kavlov. Kavavlov, um, Writing in the New York Times, Many Russians have been following the story of their country's incursion into Ukraine with a sense of shock and shame. It's hard to find a Russian family without Ukrainian relatives and friends and husbands and wives and girlfriends or boyfriends or chess partners or colleagues. They're that intertwined. Many of them are now hiding in bomb shelters in Kiev and Kharkiv. Whatever military victory Mr. Putin might find acceptable in his twisted mind, Russia has already suffered a crushing moral defeat. And to a certain extent, it seems like the Russian people know it. Though dissent has been effectively outlawed, thousands of people have taken the risk to express their opposition to the invasion. And it's not just the usual suspects, the malcontents already known to the Kremlin. Major public figures, prominent journalists, artists have all spoken out against the war. We may be far from a large-scale anti-war movement, but the seeds have been sown. And once they flower in outright defiance, it could spell trouble for Mr. Putin. Uh, Lindsey Graham, senator from the United States last night, calling for the assassination of Vladimir Putin. Oh, Lindsey, bless my soul. Do you okay.
0: have a, uh, a take on that? I can read you the actual <clears throat> tweets if you want. Well, I, I, I have a take that includes the term international law, which I generally guffaw at, but that's kind of outside of it, Lindsey. Is there, from Lindsey Graham's
1: Twitter account, is there a Brutus in Russia? It'd be uh one of the
0: stabbers of Caesar back in the day. The old stabbaroonie as I characterized it yesterday.
1: Is there a more successful Colonel Stauffenberg in the Russian military? Gotta say I don't know that that military reference or that, that historical was the
0: reference. Plot to blow up Hitler that's, on the conference table there at uh,
1: That's what I assumed. So that's the Tom Cruise movie.
0: Uh but roughly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: The only way this ends is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing your country and the world a great service. Uh, Lindsay, uh, Ian Bremmer tweeted out after that, a U.S. senator calling for the assassination of a Russian president is not the most unusual news I've read this evening.
0: <laughs> this was after Well,
1: this was after the attack on the nuclear power plant. It occurred and a number of other things. Yeah. By the way, former CIA director John Brennan, who has said all kinds of things that were crap during the entire uh, trump Russia Gate thing, Mm -hmm. said yesterday on MSNBC, I believe Putin's days in power are numbered maybe in the double digits. What? So the former... So you got a U.S. senator calling for Putin's assassination, and the former head of the CIA, who knows a lot about this sort of stuff, at least theoretically says he believes Putin's days on Earth or in power are limited to
0: double digits? Really? How do you get close enough to the guy? I mean, even his his cabinet meetings are practically hilarious. He's 100 yards from his advisor. He met with Macron not too long ago, and apparently he'd made a visit to Trotsky's house of extra-long tables because they had to, like, text each other the conversation. They were so far apart.
1: That's a heck of a thing, though,
0: for, 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 for a former CIA director to say. If he knows something, he shouldn't say anything. Correct. And I wonder if he's just fully embraced his cable news talking head persona now, and he knows that'll get a lot of clicks. Because, I, I mean, we it stopped me in my tracks.
1: But, well, one of Russia's top generals got obliterated earlier this week. It happened earlier this week, but the news just came out yesterday. One of his top generals got killed in Ukraine this week. It was a guy who had won all kinds of accommodations there in Russia for prosecuting the war in Syria. So he was a man willing to kill anyone. Sure. And he's dead. Thank God. Glad to see he's dead. Um, So there are some true believers like that guy, I assume. But how many of the officers in the Russian military just really think this is going to make their lives better? This whole taking over Ukraine and spending who knows how many years being shot out from behind every bush and door during an insurgency that will never end, funded and armed by all of the free world. How, so, how many, so how many people in the military think this is a good idea? And then all the super rich people, all the oligarchs, all,
0: isn't the entire elite class in Russia going to be out to get Putin? They're squirming like crazy, guaranteed. That's the part of this I can't quite puzzle out uh, because you need the support of your elites or or your not to get too far into political theory, depending on your system. Maybe it's a handful of people. Maybe it's the armed forces. Maybe it's the populace in their democracy. But you need the support of those critical players. And that's the part that's got me a little confused because we are squeezing the bejesus out of them. And they had to see that coming, right? Putin had to see that coming. Does he just not care? Has he truly uh, lost his his marbles in a way? I don't think so. I don't think that narrative is very helpful. I think he's being very deliberate, but I'm confused by that, I admit. Does he have enough
1: of a rep that one oligarch is not going to say to another oligarch, Hey, uh, I
0: don't know about you, but I feel like this whole Ukraine thing is making my life worse, not better. How's your yacht? Mine is confiscated um uh, right although i was going to say in reference to the the troops that you're talking about the russian troops you know if the if you're uh if you're a corporal above you and you're you're your your uh, sergeant your captain all the way up to the general says anybody who even shows a sign of flaking is going to be shot right in the head and left here in the streets of ukraine you will follow orders boys you know they'll do what they have to do it's a history of warfare, and I think uh, the oligarchs have that same thing going, just on a different level. Putin's iron fist is that uh, well-situated, you know, his grip on Russia. Well, we'll have
1: the latest throughout the show. It was a horrible day for the Ukrainians yesterday. It's going to be another horrible day today and a horrible weekend. Um, we try to keep you up to date on the whole letters thing, LGBTQ+. plus LGBTQ+. GT L-B-G- LGBTQ two plus man that is so like two months ago you're several letters short of the uh, the uh, the appropriate term now so we'll oh boy bringing up to speed on that and other things on the way.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. So,
1: we've been referencing a poll. I saw another one yesterday, similar numbers, that uh, 80% of people are closely following the whole Ukraine story. Um, not that we... Look to polls to figure out what to talk to, but it makes me feel more comfortable about talking about it a lot. I'm super into the story. The reason I bring this up is I've been so into the story and following it so closely. Like I I have trouble taking in some other stuff. It just seems so weird to me and incongruent in my mind as I'm taking in all the serious stuff.
0: I got a lot of good stuff. Uh, I've been working the rest of the
1: world beat, but go on. I mean, silly stuff, not other news, but I mean fluff. I've had a real hard time taking in fluff after I. See what's going on in the world. Um, And so I I couldn't watch most of Saturday Night Live. It just felt eh, weird. Uh, But so I was watching some of it last night. And here's one of the jokes from the news that I just thought was so funny. Apropos of nothing. Here we go. Officials have posthumously stripped Medina Spirit of his Kentucky Derby victory for failing a post-race drug test. And I just want to say to Medina Spirit... I hope it's hot in horse hell, you cheating bastard.
0: I laughed so hard uh, at that. All the weekend update was hilarious.
1: I hope it's hot in horse hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a Norm MacDonald joke
1: right there. That's yeah. exactly what that was. <laughs> you <Hilarious>. cheating
0: bastard. <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. You know, I'd follow up on that story, but nobody wants to hear about horse racing. Probably not. Not really.
1: Um, did you know there is an NFT? This is the first NFT I might actually get into today, if I can figure out how to do it. Modern Fundraising, Ian Bremer tweeted out, there's an NFT of the Ukrainian flag that has raised over $7 million for the country's defenses and is growing quickly. So you get the official NFT, who cares? You're never going to look at it again in your life. Whatever that means. It's a way for the money to go into a particular account I assume if Ian Bremmer's tweeting it out, it's been vetted Vetted, yeah. um, uh, and uh, donate some money to the cause. So there you go. Uh, That's kind of interesting.
0: I think the WAPO or the New York Times and their stories about refugees have has legit charities you can donate to if you'd like. Yeah, it's going to be millions and millions of people fleeing Ukraine.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're thinking four to five million
0: already been a million in one week.
1: Um, so uh the governor of Oregon, Kate Brown, was on TV yesterday and she addressed the community and said Oregon is a safe place for you. This is after Texas or Florida or did something, passed some sort of law she doesn't like, so Oregon needs to react. I don't understand these the way these people look at the world. But anyway, she addressed the this is the latest, so you need to be up on this so you don't get yourself in trouble. The LGBTQ2SIA plus is the latest version of this. If you want to be on the very cutting, and if you're not on the cutting edge, you're obviously a bigot of some
0: sort and a hater sure.
1: and a mean person. You I, need to I, know I the a, latest.
0: I have a follow up question before you repeat that, uh, Kate. Kate Brown, Governor Brown, ma'am, how are we supposed to write parody these days? When you are so absurd, how can we make fun of you? Is that your strategy, you you clever little minx, you?
1: She was addressing all the children and young people across the country. I want you to know that you are seen, you are loved, and you matter. Yes, you do. Everywhere. The state of Oregon remains committed to honoring and protecting your right to be yourself. Hashtag protect trans kids. This was because of something they did in Texas or Florida or somewhere.
0: Yeah, there's a law they passed that if you uh, have your kid get surgically cut apart because of a momentary whim that I feel like a girl, that you've committed a crime. LGBTQ, I think we're all good with that, 2SIA+. Is that the password Apple suggests when I go to a new website and I end up using my old one? Yeah. I you know, I'm
1: I'm not mocking the community, just mocking the or regularly adding a letter or number to have it be even it's it's cultural revolution stuff. Oh, you don't have the latest? You're still just calling the LGBTQ? Oh,
0: not All right. cool. That's the way you show your allegiance. You have to be up on the party line day to day. Yeah. Coming up, the rest of the news. As we'll cover a bunch of stories of note that are not Ukraine. I hope you enjoy horse
1: hell, you cheating bastard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what will this do to Bob Baffert's legacy? Oh, jeez. I know. I got zero S's to give.
1: That's a podcast I will not be listening to. <laughs> oh, no. um, if you miss an hour of our show, you can grab it on a podcast or in podcast form at armstrongandgetty.com, armstrongandgetty.com.
0: Armstrong and Getty.